You have arrived. You have now entered the Kush Life. Welcome to the Kush Life podcast, where we explore the Oklahoma medical marijuana community. From growers to dispensary owners, it's the Kush Life for us. Hi, welcome to the Kush Life podcast. My name is Marshall Hill, and we are journeying together through Oklahoma medical marijuana Excited about being again in the back of the Kush Dispensary. I think there's something going on this Friday, right? Yes, there is. We're having a sound bath. Have you ever heard of a sound bath, Marshall? I have not. What is a sound bath? A sound bath is a meditation ceremony where you get different bowls and instruments. Wait, so does that mean I get to pull out my yoga pants this time, really? You can if you want to. Chris, we're going to get matching ones, okay? Rainbow. <laughs> I don't know about rainbow. <laughs> but <laughs> um, so they have different instruments and they they play the instruments all around. They walk around with the instruments, play the instruments. You meditate to the sounds, the, the vibrations, align well, your chakra. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, Where is that going to be done? At Kush Lounge. Ooh. They do it indoors a couple different places, but this will be their first outdoor venue. So we're excited about it. What time is that? It is going to be 4 o'clock on Friday. All right. 4 o'clock on Friday. And we come and we get meditation and sound bath. Sound bath. All right. I like it. We come, we smoke weed, and then we meditate with music and instruments. I guess we make our own music from the instruments is basically what it is. Okay. But we're going to dive into our chakras. Absolutely. Absolutely. I can't wait. And rainbow yoga pants. And rainbow yoga pants. (laughs) (laughs) But now, today, we're here with Kim from Lush Kaya. We're excited to hear about some chocolate diesel flour. All right, I'm excited too, Kim. All right, but we got to know who you are, all right? Before we get into that chocolate diesel, we got to know who you are. Where'd you go? Where'd you grow up? Where where are you from? Okay, so we are from South Florida, where that's where we grew up. And we decided to come to Oklahoma for a nice change of pace and do something that we loved. Um, Our family's been in the industry for probably 15 years. So we, you know, have you know, have a lot to bring to the table, and we just like the Oklahoma area, so we decided to come here and do this. All right, but so born and raised in Florida? Born and raised in Florida. Um, What's Florida life growing up? Um, well, lots of mosquito bites, Ooh, yeah. but there's lots of beautiful sunshine and the beautiful ocean, and the best part of Florida is the beautiful oceans at sunset. The way it... Even though we're on the East Coast, the way the sun reflection just hits the water is the most beautiful part about where I'm from. Yeah, when I think of Florida right now, I think metric, home of metric. (laughs) I don't think that's fair. (laughs) Home of the, the program that I'm not too fond about right now. That's just timing, timing. (laughs) there's way better things about florida like sunsets sunsets and like literally when the sun is setting it's if as long as it's not a a, like a a weathery day kind of thing the water is smooth and it's just it's like nothing you've ever seen 
like growing up there, that is my peace. When things go wrong, you go to the water with your blunt and you sit there and you watch the sun go down with the rum runner. So. Um, so we'll tell us about the first time you smoked, the first time you smoked, what you smoked out of, how you felt. So the first time I smoked, I was out and I kind of will never forget because I was 17 and I was driving down the road in this stick shift that my mother got me that was like this crappy car that I didn't know how to drive. So then I'm driving down the road going like this a little bit, you know what I'm saying? And um, in my stick shift and my friend's like, here, let's smoke a joint. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my God, I've never smoked a joint. <laughs> so I'm like, sure, whatever, let's do it. And then I smoked the joint and I was like, oh my God, this is like me. <laughs> I was literally like, it was like an epiphany of everything that should be. And I... You know, I've smoked my whole life. You know what strain you guys were smoking? I have no clue. It was whatever we got off the corner of this number and this number. <laughs> <laughs> well, that. All right. So, you, what brought you? Uh, what brought you into the cannabis industry beyond your first smoke? I mean, did you constantly partake, or how? How the rest of your journey go? Well, it really just kind of like fit me. It fit my personality and I'm a functional stoner so I don't smoke to sit around and get I just smoke to get through my day you know it mm -hmm. makes me it makes life bearable and that's kind of what it's done for me like my whole entire life and then <clears throat> you know it just since our family was kind of doing it we've always been involved we decided that it was our turn to just kind of do it for ourselves. and you know I have a lot of background in plants and flowers so it's just kind of fitting. I mean, I they call me the flower girl. I've been noted the flower girl since I was 21 years old. So and now I'm a different kind of flower girl. All right. So how'd you get the nickname? Honestly? So I was like 22 years old peddling my little uh, wares around um, Orlando. And I would get silk flowers from this family silk company. They sold silks wholesale and I had no part of a wholesale license or anything. But I met them through a florist and they, the old man, their their father or grandfather or whatever took this liking to me. And he said, Oh, you can come in and buy flowers from my shop anytime. This big warehouse full of flowers. And so when I would walk in and again I'm like 22, 23 years old, he'd be like, Oh, there's the flower girl <laughs> <laughs> So that's kind of how I got that name. That's cool. So So where would you put all these flowers? Just around your house? No, I actually did. Um, I'm, I'm a floral designer, so okay. I did um, silk flowers and fresh flowers and, and for events. And, like, I did a lot of hotels and stuff like that. I used oh, okay. to do flowers at the Disney hotels, like silk sets and stuff like that. And Nice. So, yeah. That's really cool. And, and then, so what do you do next? Um, well, I've really only ever done flowers, but I smoke weed <laughs> in all of my spare time. <laughs> so, um, uh, again, it took me a lot to let go of my flower past and come here, but I kind of try to frame it as I'm still in flowers. Right. Okay. And I'm going to make my flowers look as good as I possibly can. So it's literally no different than my whole entire life. Yeah. It's still plants. It's still <laughs> right, flowers. Right. They're still blooming. Right. It's buds. And except now I get to enjoy it more. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So how'd you get into the industry here? Um, research you know like I said we've had family that 
have done it and we were included, you know, uh, and we just decided that we liked it and we wanted to make it our own. So we started a couple years ago here, but research brought us here regarding regulations and stuff like that because... Again, with the Florida, we don't want to talk about Florida because there's many four-letter words that come out your mouth when it comes to the marijuana regulation there. So we decided we were a fit for Oklahoma. Okay, uh, based off of what research? That's what I was going to ask. That's cool. Um, I, I haven't heard that. That so that's regulation and up? how easy it was to get the license. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it yeah, was yeah. cheaper. Yeah. And like in Colorado, they charge you an arm and a leg well, and then I they regulate you and blah, 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 blah. And it was easier to get started for a novice here. Like right. if we had gone to Colorado, we would have already had a million dollars and had to, you know, so, but now, you know, we, we talk we're doing about really that well. a lot because it just, it's created a different market. It's been Absolutely. able to be mom and pop shops. So people are creating different products that they're passionate about. Absolutely. People are creating things that they dream up on a whim, but are like, this is my path. This is, this is what I want to do. And if the market is more corporate, you're just not seeing that drive and passion come out as much or as diverse as we are here in Oklahoma in this That's market, absolutely which true. is so cool. There's no room for mom and pop in this Florida in this industry, unfortunately. Well, and your flower, like you came in and it's beautiful. It's great. It's Thank doing you. so well in our shop. Everyone loves it. And just like, yeah, you weren't able to do that in Florida. You wouldn't be able to get that to the patients. And that's just not, not totally right i guess but and you know i'm a perfectionist and i want to like perfect this i know knowing what i know and wedding what my fa- knowing what my family knows that we're gonna perfect this we're gonna you know all right so easy to get in mm-hmm. hopped in how's those first how's the first run of it how'd everything go those first first times to hop into something i'm a big fan of people hopping in i think that's awesome so. have you met the oklahoma weather um, about 43 years. I think. <laughs> so that has been our biggest um, challenge is regulating because we're 100% indoor hydroponic. So creating a full-fledged constant artificial system in this environment has been a little challenging for whatever, for the way that we're growing. All right. So my story is I'm, I'm a newbie, right? Just within the past couple of years, I started partaking to help me as a patient, right? Uh, so I sometimes get that privilege of going, okay, what's that? So my what's that is, okay, what's hydro, what do you call it? Hydroponic. There you go. Yeah. Well, so walk me through hydroponics uh, for, uh, for your grow. How does that go? Basically, we control every single aspect of our grow. The environment, everything it's fed, the type of water that it's fed. And um, we do not grow in soil. We grow in 100% rock wool. And basically when we, it's like a car, like a a race car, you feed it that fuel and you feed it that fuel and it all runs off in time. It's a runoff system. So, and then, no, 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 no. We're just, I think we're just like straight runoff. We let it right drain waste. So, um, it's literally basic just down to how you grow. It's a hundred percent controlled. But hydroponic means you're not growing in soil you're growing in water, hydro. 
the water. And we grow in rock wool, which is not soil. Okay, it that's is, what I was going to say. What is that? It is, um, <clears throat> it's a natural product, and it's actually related to the floral industry. Because the foam that we put flowers in was the basis that like strove these developers to create this type of rock wool or this type of foam that lets the water pass through it and drain out it soaks up what it needs and it holds it long enough for it to get what it wants and then the rest of it just you you'll see it oftentimes with clones if they're really small they start them in the rock wool so that's where most people would commonly see rock wool is in small clones but we continue it through there. We take our small clone and we put it in the first stage, which is a, a, a little bit larger. And then it roots th- that and we put it in one other one that's a little bit larger than that. Well, you go to grow supplies, right? I thought you had your own little tent going and your clones. This this was a whole lie? Oh, oh okay. But when it, gotcha. Well, if you go to the, the clone store, it's those little squares most of them are green. They're or one by ones, I believe, the ones that you clone in mm-hmm. and you stick your little... Little plug. plug. It's plug. That's what it's called. Mm-hmm. And then you plug that um, that clone square into a larger right. cube. Right. Why did you choose that? Because we feel that it produces a better product in the end. I mean, hands down. Number one, it's lighter and we're not getting any younger. Okay. And number two, um, you know, it just the way we feel works best for the desired aspect that we want. It runs off, it's cleaner, it's easier to deal with. And, you know, the, the cubes, according to the company, are biodegradable. Mm-hmm. So it is a much cleaner way to grow oftentimes. This is why people choose hydroponic over soil is for cleanliness. It's not very messy, correct. Your, your chances of bugs are less. Your chances of mold and mildew are less, provided you run your system. We run, we run a tight ship in our buildings. So, All right. So, yeah, I'm seeing some pictures, and you're right. Super clean, really nice. Uh, I could see why, and I, it, I think it's funny when you said, because we're, we're getting older, <laughs> and it's much lighter, right? I don't want to pick up a 20-gallon pot of dirt, oh, do you? I don't blame you. Okay. So. I, and that's what I was going to say. Like, I think that's the re- big reason, Someone will pick right? up like, that six-by-six yeah, six yeah, cube yeah. and yeah. be like, look at what I got. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely much more efficient. Yeah, I like it. Good good choice. All right, so what uh, what flower did you bring today? Today I brought some chocolate diesel, which is kind of like our crown because we love it so much. We've done so well with it. Um, it's actually exceeded our expectations. Um, your average, if you look it up, uh, it's an average of 22, 24%. Ours hits 24 to 26, so to 27 <laughs> Um we're very happy with what it looks like. It's beautiful, bright green. It has lots of trichomes. It's it's very nice. Very sticky. It's very sticky. Even though very the hu- the humidity level is right where it's supposed to be, it retained its 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 stickiness. And you know, I don't know back in the day. Do you remember getting hydro back in the day and it was always always super sticky? Like 2 years ago now, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm talking about like when I was 20. I don't see let stuff me, like that anymore. Let me pass that to Chris. He he would be able to answer that. Yes, I remember the super sticky from back in the day. And if you left it in the bag too long, it would mold. Right. Yeah. We're talking literally like 25 years ago though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, when it was like $100 a quarter back then. Super expensive. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, but hey, you wanted the best, you paid for what you get. Absolutely. You can either get that or get the uh, the brick weed. Listen, there's nothing wrong with bale weed. 
There's not. Nothing. There's Especially not. when you get the little corner and it's smushed and rounded in that perfect little corner. Mm-hmm. But you know the taste. It's just not there for me. True story. Yes. Um, call me bougie now or I don't know what I would call it, but definitely spoiled, shall I say. Oh, I get it. That's why we <laughs> try to only grow the best, highest <laughs> THC stuff we can find. Yes, you, know? you guys are doing a great job. All right, so apologies to people. Uh, my soundboard went down, so we're having to pass mics back and forth, so you might hear some bumpers every once in a while. All right, so I saw some pictures of some super frosty uh, plants. I mean, so, yeah, you, it definitely works. You guys are doing a great job. They're doing really good. You know, the weather, that little freeze slowed us down a little bit, but, um, you know, they're doing really well. They, they Their plants did really well through all that, and they were put through the test. So, but they're... I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I get it. All right, so let's talk terpenes. It's always a fun time here. Cue the music. Oh, wait, I guess I'll have to do it. Is that a good music? (laughs) It is terpene time. Um, And Marshall, you're really going to like this one. Um, Chocolate diesel is definitely sativa-leaning. The top three terpenes are going to be beta-carefeline, and then both of the nerdols, we're going to go trans nerdol and cis nerdol, both. So it's going to be very, um, very cleansing in your body, very antibacterial, anti- anti-cancer fighting, like really a good medicinal flower. And it's definitely going to be sativa leaning. Those um, Nerdols are also going to be that woodsy kind of more natural smell that you smell. Not as, um, not as, I mean, it's, it's definitely a sweet flower, but it's not um, so, I guess, gassy. I feel like it's more woodsy than that, like, super A lot of earthy smell. and pine kind of scents come yeah, through. Yeah, definitely. Well, I, I definitely as long as we're low on mercy. I like that. <laughs> That's the one that puts me nine eight. So you know, I, I'm I'm glad to see the the near doll. Uh, I don't know what we've done. Have we done near doll? We it's popped up the last couple of weeks a couple of times, but it's not very common. Yeah, it's definitely one that sticks out and is really beneficial for health. Uh, the the fourth one on there is humulene, which is a regular one that we like too, yeah. no doubt. All right. Uh, anything else about this flower as a patient that you want to, anything I should? Well, <clears throat> I find that this, even though it's sativa dominant, um, it's very stony. And, you know, to some people it feels a little bit more like an indica. So I guess it depends on how you hit, how it hits you. But it does have other effects like, you know, it helps with nausea and inflammation. And, you know, some people say, you know, if they suffer from depression, it can be helpful in assisting with things like that because of its uplifting but yet it still doesn't make your anxiety kind of a lot of sativas. Sometimes if they're too sativa, you can kind of play into that anxiety. Um, the chocolate diesel kind of doesn't do that. All right. So a relaxing positive. Right. All right. Well, let's go try it and we'll be back. Hey guys, while everyone's out smoking, let me tell you about Kush Lounge. We just opened up the dog park. You can bring your dog and chill after you get your medicine. You can come out back, play some games. We've got cornhole. We've got ping pong. There's going to be sound baths on our calendar coming up. We're going to have yoga. 
all kinds of fun stuff. Check out our Instagram page at Kush Lounge Tulsa. See you soon. It's the Kush Life for us. Kush Life. Now we're back. All right. How's everybody feeling? Pretty good. I'm feeling good. Feeling high. Feel it in my eyes, right behind my eyes. Um, yeah. I feel like I got hit by a diesel. <laughs> a chocolate one. <laughs> kind of an overall sense of like super relaxed. Yeah, definitely relaxed. But like you said, Katie, I definitely feel it in my eyes. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's I do a, too. There's a head, a little kind of a head cloud in a sense. Like a head like high. It. Yep. Like yeah. it kind of resides up here. Um, but then definitely while we were sitting down, Chris, thanks for letting us go chill out in the bus. That was super cool. Uh, smoke there cool. in the bus, and uh, I could definitely, you, you're right, like you could feel parts of your body kind of relax a little bit. That was nice. Yeah. All right, so why did you create, you know, why Why is this your your main? Well, it's just something that we've really kind of cherished, the strain, and we've uh, taken care of it, and we've kind of bred it to be all it can be. And uh, we like what it does. We like the way it looks. We like everything about the plant. All right. Now, there's something special about it? Well, it's it's like an orig- original lineage. So we've been, you know, maintaining it kind of for a little while. Help me understand what that means. Um, okay, or not. Maybe Katie, hopefully. I can. Ooh, I was talking to someone about this today. So, um, like, okay, so a plant, um, y- you, you get the seed and you grow the mother and you clone it and you grow those clones and and you produce from those clones but if you take from that mother so many times usually around three times three like um strains of cut like you've you've we talked about that recently and eventually you have to just let it go right right it's not going to produce as much thc the genetics aren't going to be as strong you've just kind of diluted it out and so all right so okay, seed. You have to get another phenotype from that same strain, okay, that same plant, that same mother, that same. Okay, but you guys are getting seed from the original breeder, basically, is what you're doing, and you're continuing that heritage. Is is right? Correct. Do you think you see? And I'm probably wrong. Quite wrong person to ask, but uh, do you see with the hydroponics that you get longer life from that original mother? Is that since it's a is a more natural, I guess, way or it's cleaner way? Well, I kind of feel like being able to properly test your product helps you keep an eye on where your lineage lays. So it it helps keep things straight. They tell you what your plant kind of is. You know what I'm saying? So if it becomes something different than it originally started as, they would tell you. You know what I mean? That this doesn't match that profile any longer. Okay. And any any hydroponics helps or is that a... That's why I was just curious. Isn't that like we, fishing stories? Well, of course it is. Like, but hey, you got, if you go out on the boat, what are you going to say when you caught, when you come back in? Hey, you got me high, so <laughs> I'm the one that's creating all these crazy questions, but it's all from you. So, you I know, just, what one of the things that I can absolutely say is that there's a whole lot of stuff to be learned from other people and... There's no Bible written on this. Everybody has something to offer. So if you do enough research and find what works for you, you can develop as long as you don't 
put too much weight on what someone says and you have a little understanding that you can, um, you know, make your own choices in that. You can grow the perfect product. It's super easy to grow hydroponics as long as you kind of just maintain it. And it's not only what works best for you, it's your environment as well. Absolutely. Environment is super, super important. As long as you have your good environment, your plants are going to thrive. That's what makes a good hydroponic. Okay, cool. All right. Um, now, but we wanted to go back because we kind of skipped over it a little bit ago uh, when we were talking about your name and why you guys created your business. So kind of explain that a little bit more for us. So, well, we created the business because we wanted, well, number one, we just wanted to be closer to home, like within within family units. You know what I'm saying? And this kind of, it's actually, it's actually good, you know? And so we, we, we decided to come to Oklahoma to slow down and do something that we loved, right? So we created this name, Lush Kaya, Lush Kaya Cultivations. So Lush, we all know, means kind of like abundant, maybe green. You think of like a tropical, since we're from South Florida, you think of kind of a tropical environment. So, and then Kaya is actually the name of Bob Marley album. And uh, I, apparently Kaya is one of the slang, I guess it's what I've read. I've not speaking. It's just what I've read. Kaya's slang for kind of marijuana in Jamaica. Oh, nice. All right. Who's been to Jamaica? Anybody? When I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Nope, I, have not. I got braids in my hair. Oh, did you? <laughs> like little wrapped fl- um, like string braids or something. It was kind of cool. All right. Favorite uh, trip as a kid. Where'd you go? It would have had to have been one of my cruises. I really love... Um, I really love landscapes and stuff and Jamaica it re- really is truly beautiful and you know Florida is beautiful so I think it would have to have been one of my cruises that I kind of went on I was a kid with my grandparents. Oh nice. I never went yeah. on a cruise. Never. Favorite trip? Well, I lived on the water, so. Favorite trip. I I think I would probably say Oregon just because it was so different than all of the other trips I went on. So it really stands out whale watching and just the environment was so different from what I was used to seeing or being on vacation like so yeah so Oregon is totally on my bucket list and it has been for a while now since I've kind of migrated west a little bit from Florida I cannot wait did you see whales I mean you, you went out on whale watching but did you see them yeah, yeah, there were lots of whales all the time. Like, you could even just be at restaurants at dinner, so and beautiful. they would have huge windows facing the ocean, and you would see whales out there because it was the right time of year. But, yeah. yeah. That's really cool. Oh. In oh. Florida, you can see dolphins on, the, like, the windows of restaurants when you're eating on the water. <laughs> it's not quite the same, but I would I definitely want to see some whales for sure. My favorite trip was to Stillwater. That's where I would go as a kid. So, you know, that's, I'm glad you guys had those, those good trips. Yeah. No, no, I meant like a kid kid. I was joking. My grandparents, they had a, uh, they were, I don't know, auctioneers or something up there in Stillwater. So that's where we always went. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, Fun times. It's another place I want to go visit. Stillwater? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) There's some really cool places I've heard around here and some really cool things that happen. You got to go to Eskimo Joe's if you do. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's definitely a Stillwater legend. Really? Uh-huh. Check it out. Yeah, good spot. Good spot. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming in. Thanks for the medicine. Where do people find you on social? Where do people find your flower? Well, first of all, you can find our flower right here at Kush. <laughs> so <laughs> if you ever want any come, they'll help you out. And you can find us on Instagram at Lush Kaya Cultivations. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks so much for your time, Katie. Uh, where do people find you guys? You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Kush Dispensary Tulsa. And you can find us 
seven days a week from 10 to 10 right here at 1711 East Skelly Drive. Oh, yeah. And bring your dog. Our dog park is open. The sun is out. The weather's warming up. Bring your dog and chill. All right. We will do it. All right. Thank you all. Have a great night. It's the Kush Life for us. Kush Life.